Arizona Sports is proud to present the Uprising Podcast. Uprising Podcast. Hello, and welcome into yet another off-season edition of the Uprising Podcast. I am your host, Jake Anderson. Today, my guest is Phoenix Rising's newest signing, former LA Galaxy 2 midfielder, Ivan Gutierrez. Ivan will be 23 years old come the start of next season and will most likely be deployed as either a winger or attacking midfielder, much like the way Joey Calistri was used in 2019. Gutierrez also has a lot of experience under his belt for such a young age. He has a lot of experience with the under-17 national team with Mexico, having played in a pre-World Cup, and unfortunately, he got hurt but would have gone to the 2015 under-17 World Cup in Chile. He also has spent all of his youth career with Chivas USA and Guadalajara. So, without further ado, let me bring on Phoenix Rising's newest signee, Ivan Gutierrez. What's up? Hey, man, my name is Jake Anderson. Nice to meet you. I'm with Arizona nice. Sports, obviously, uh, Phoenix Rising's beat writer. Oh, nice to meet you. Thanks uh, Thanks for joining me on short notice, man. Obviously, the announcement just came out a little bit ago. So just uh, yeah. welcome to Phoenix. Tell me how you feel. You're uh, the newest Phoenix Rising member. Well, I feel great. I feel like it's going to be a new opportunity to show what what i'm capable of and especially at, at a team like phoenix i feel like it's a huge responsibility to play somewhere at, as, at a team like that that wins championships so um where are you right now uh, are you still california kind of where are you from just kind of a little bit of background about you yeah well i'm from riverside california um okay. probably like 40 minutes away from la okay right now as of right now i'm in mexico um in Guadalajara. Since I used to play out here, I feel like most of, I made most of my friends out here. So I come out here and visit them, um, visit my old team here. Um, and that's probably it. I just here, start training here, get, getting ready for season in, in a couple of months. And man, well, you beat me to my next question, which was going to, you know, talk a little bit about your time with, with Chivas and, and Guadalajara and kind of your, okay. your Mexican national team time. So you want to just kind of take me through that part of your career? Yeah, well, I started with the Mexico national team in 2014. Um, I, in 2015, I went to the pre-World Cup in Honduras. Uh, we won it out there. And then two months before the World Cup, U-17 World Cup in Chile, I tore my ACL. I couldn't go. So it was pretty. It was, it was a like rough time for me. And that's when Chivas out here called me up and wanted me to play out here. And I was out here for four years. I was first at U-17s. Then I went to U20s, and then I was with the first team for a whole year. And then when a new coach came in, he switched me out, and then that's when I decided to go back to Galaxy. Okay. Um, real quick, yeah. I didn't know about the uh, the injury. Can you kind of walk us through that a little bit? Kind of what's that like as a footballer, being so close to something you're working towards and, you know, have it taken away from you like that, and then being able to battle back and obviously you get back to your form? I feel like it, it was something tough because it was one of my first ever injuries I've ever had. Um, I used to play with Chivas USA back in the day. I went to a game in New York against the Red Bulls. And like eight, ten minutes in, those quarterfinals, they slid tackled me. I fell, and then my my knee just popped. So from there, um, and that same day, the next, the, ne- the next day, I was supposed to be in Japan getting ready for the World Cup. I was already supposed to be like flying out there at that time, but stuff happens. Um, it was difficult. It was, it was a long process, but I feel like being here in Chile was it helped me out a lot. They knew like how to um, 
take care of those injuries because they've had several players here that had it too. So they helped me out and they got me back where, where I wanted to be at. Well, obviously it's been a few years, but obviously we didn't know you back then. So I'm sorry to hear that yeah. that happened to you. Um, but we are happy to have you here in Phoenix now, obviously. So obviously you played against Phoenix rising last year and they're calling you a midfielder from what I've seen in Rick Schatz's system. I'm going to assume you're going to be used more as a winger. What yeah. would you call yourself and where do you see yourself being used yeah. with Rick Schatz? I can, I feel like I'm going to be used as a left wing or right wing. I feel like I'm capable of playing both positions. I'm fast on the ball. I'm quick. Um, I feel like I can uh, give a lot to the team, give a lot of assists, give, give a lot of goals. I feel like I can um, help out in that way. So well, like you said, you, you led Los Dos in assists last season in your 17 appearances. What is something you're looking forward to being that you played Phoenix last year? So you know what the team has. You know what mm-hmm. Santi Moar and, and Salomon Asante Rufa, Tadashov. How excited are you to play with those guys? I'm excited. I feel like their experience are gonna, is going to help me a lot. They're older, older guys. They're older than me. So I feel with their experience and capability of um, – of what they show on the field. I feel like they're going to help me out and grow as a player. And also hopefully I can give both of them a series. I can help them out up top. I, I can apport something to the team. So playing against Phoenix last year and also just being in LA last, last two seasons, I should say, you have a lot of experience within USL's Western conference. How important is that going into a season with Phoenix in which obviously they're coming off of a Western conference championship? I feel like it's important. I feel like um, Galaxy gave me some, like, an exposure. That's how I feel like Phoenix saw me. Um, I feel that playing on a team now as Phoenix Rising, I feel like we have that um, desire to win again. We have the desire to keep winning, and I feel like the Western Conference is is a tough league, so I feel like it's mostly – I feel like it's probably the top teams in, in the conference in the way. Yeah, you, you seem to be echoing a lot of the newer signings reasons for conning to come to Phoenix, whether it's, you know, exposure for the development of your career, winning trophies, kind of a combination of both. So this will be my last question for you as a non-Phoenix Rising member. What was okay. it like? What is the reputation of Phoenix Rising for the rest of the league? Because obviously it's a little different over here where we're a little biased. <laughs> well, I feel... Being on the outside of Phoenix, um, seeing Phoenix as when I played against them and everything, they're they're a great team. I feel they have that like little how how, do you, how would I explain it? Something like that desire to push them forward, and they score a lot of goals. I feel like most teams were kind of like they would try to hold back against it because they know they're going to attack every every time they got a counter or anything. They knew out of five chances, four were going to go in. So I feel like when that happens, you have to find a way to, um, well, control the game. And so on the other coin of that, now that you're going to be with the team, what is something that now that you're with Phoenix, you're, you're like, yes, I get to be with this club. I get to do this, which is maybe something you might not have been able to do with Los Dos. Well, I feel like um, I'm going to stick to my, my game plan. I feel like I'm going to add Rick, um, Coach Rick's um, – style of play but I feel it's going to benefit benefit me more because they're an attacking team they like pressing they like having the ball and then attacking the other team so I feel like it's going to help me a lot and it's probably going to help the team out so one thing that uh, Rick's 
you know, forwards do a lot of is, is pressing, right? So that's the pretty much the number one defense uh, for Rick Schantz's system. Exactly. Create those turnovers and then, boom, get it up to you guys or you get it up to a Rufat Dadashov and there's a goal. So as weird as it may sound, Rufat Dadashov, the team's number nine, according to the pods, is one of the hardest runners, one of the hardest workers. I don't want to set you up to you know put some pressure on you, but where do you think you're going to be in terms of your work rate for, for this defensive pressing system that Rick has? Well, I'm, I'm the type of player, if, if I see a teammate running and running and running, I'm not going to be that teammate that be like, oh, he's running too much. I'm going to be like, like chill about it. No, I'm going to be that person that I see him running. He's my teammate. I'm going to press with him. I'm going to run with him because at the end of the day, we're both going for the same goal. All right. And then from off the pitch standpoint, have you ever been to Phoenix just to visit? No, I haven't. Okay, so then the next part is going to be, is there anything you've been told that you should be looking forward to when you finally do arrive? Well, to be honest, I haven't. I, they just told me to, um, to check out food places and stuff, ask um, everyone around there what's good around there because I don't know anything about there. Um, it's going to be a new experience, but I, I can adapt quickly to it. Yeah, definitely uh... – Coffee, food, um, hiking. If you like hiking, obviously yeah. we're gonna have that. The weather is honestly perfect here. Other, other than the summer, um, that's something <laughs> I, I wanted to ask you about. Have you, have you ever played in like 115 degree heat at any when point I played in your out, career, or was it just uh, here? I when I played out there, and also when I we went up with the Me- Mexico national team, we went to Panama. We played out there at their stadium. It was, but over there it was humid and they had the humidity. Like, Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you just walk out and you're already sweating. And I feel like over there it's more dry. But it's it's a type of heat where you have to get used to it. And I feel like any team that plays against that heat, it's they're gonna they're they're not gonna do well. It's it's tough to play in a in an environment like that. Oh yeah, if you look at the summer home record, it's pretty much night and day from anything else you've seen. They they just don't lose. Like you said, it's yeah. pretty impossible <laughs> to get used to. But You'll get used to the, the training and then and yeah. obviously with, with everybody. What's something that if you could tell Phoenix Rising fans right now, what's the first thing you'd want to want to tell them? I want to tell them that the, I'm going to be – I'm going to try to do my best on the team. I'm going to adapt as quick as possible. I'm going to try to make them happy. I'm going to um, – I hope they can support me in every way and, and from there move forward. I mean, the, the fans here, um, just to give you a little uh, quick, there's the Red Fury, and then you have Los <laughs> Bandidos. You have our two uh, okay. supporters sections, um, but they're very inclusive, um, especially after everything that happened this year. Um, they're yeah. a very outreaching group in the community. And uh, just to go back to the food, obviously being so close to Mexico, and we <laughs> have fant- fantastic Mexican food, uh, but I won't tell you where the best places are. I want to see... Uh, well, I won't tell you yet. I want to see what people tell you first. Let's see what the te- what some right. of your teammates have to say. Um, that sounds good. Speaking of that, have you spoken to any of your teammates yet? No, I haven't. I haven't been in contact with anyone there. I, I really don't know anyone there yet. So I feel like probably in these weeks or um, in a month or two when we get back or even before, it's like so they can like help me get adapted out there in a way. Yeah, man, the, that, that's the only, I guess, problem right now is we kind of don't know when the, when the season's going to yeah, start and exactly. so it kind of pushes, pushes back your preseason. But whenever that does happen, we'll uh, obviously 
get in touch again. Um, I would love to have you on again if you were interested. I appreciate yeah. you joining me on such short notice. No, thank you. Um, and uh, again, thank you very much. Um, may, uh, happy Christmas. If you celebrate Christmas, happy holidays. Yeah, thank you. Same and, to you. And thank you very much. Safe travels when you do come over to Phoenix. And uh, I'm sure thank I'll you. see you see you in preseason. Thanks, Sounds Adam. good. Thank you. All right. I'll see you. All right. Bye. And that's going to do it for this edition of the Uprising Podcast. We're slowly but surely starting to get a full roster, but with still only 13 players currently on it, there will obviously be a lot more announcements and breaking news to come on who's going to fill out the rest of this roster for 2021. So to be sure that you don't miss anything Phoenix Rising related this offseason, head over to ArizonaSports.com and download the Arizona Sports app. That way you can read up on all the more in-depth stories that I write following the conversations that I have with PRFC's newest signees. And then to keep up with the latest on all things Phoenix Rising, especially breaking news, you're going to want to follow me on Twitter at JWA1994. Until next time, ci vediamo a dopo. Ciao.